Welcome to episode nine of All in a Homeschool Day, the podcast helping you keep homeschooling real and in perspective. I'm your host, Crystal Wagner, and this week I'd like to talk about starting the year off strong. Right now it is the middle of August, and many of us are probably getting ready to kick off a new homeschool year. I wanted to give you four tips to keep in mind, four things that I remind myself every single year, because it seems no matter how often I hear this advice, I need to hear it again. First, I'd like to just give you an analogy. I want you to think about your homeschooling, not as a sprint, but as a marathon. If you think about the difference in those two events, when you run a sprint, you go all out. You give it everything you've got and all at once. But if you have watched any amount of running races, whether you've watched the Olympics or maybe you've been to some in-person events, sprints are not very long. And that's because it takes a whole lot of energy to be able to go that fast for that distance. And if you compare a sprint to a marathon, a marathon is a lot longer. You have to pace yourself. You have to make sure you're not going too fast in the beginning so you have enough energy left over at the end to finish strong and to cross that finish line with your arms raised in triumph. And homeschooling is like that. We could approach it as a sprint and we could go all out. And if we do, we are going to burn out. You and your children. So instead, think about this as a marathon. You will not be able to accomplish all of your goals and objectives all in one year. The reality is you probably won't accomplish all of your goals and objectives, period. And that's okay too. Keep in mind too that you're not running the same race as somebody else. Your friend may be in a different stage of the race, Maybe you are running different distances, and that's okay. So my first tip for you is to start off slowly. Remember that this marathon, you've got to have the training in place and the systems in place so that you can continue this for the long haul. I would doubt that many of you start off thinking, I'm only going to do this for a month, and then I'm done, and so you're going to give it your all but you're trying to make this work and make it work for your family and your family life. So start slowly. To do that, I try to build good habits and routines. I recognize that we cannot do everything on our learning plan from day one. So instead, we will start off with the things that revolve around breakfast. So we'll work on uh, watching CNN 10, reading our poetry, Um, cleaning up the breakfast dishes. Then we'll work on adding in or reinforcing, reestablishing those habits of quiet time and memorizing scripture. And we'll add one subject and we'll add another subject. And so over the course of about four or five weeks, I feel like we're up to the point of our, our full load of school. And I'll be honest, some years that takes us longer 
This year, I actually have planned a five-week session to get us started. We have a different focus for those first five weeks. It's usually a little bit slower for us as we get going. And then by the time we hit the middle of fall, we're in our stride. And we go strong through about February or March. And then we start tapering off. We're in that home stretch As we finish one subject, we let it go. We do not add something in its place. We do not start something for next year. We rejoice in the fact that we accomplished something and we can stop that subject for the rest of the school year. And we use that time instead to focus on other pursuits, some masterly inactivity time. And I'll be real honest, keep it real for you. This past year, we had one subject science that was finished at the end of July. It just dragged on, but we got it done. That was the only thing that we were doing over the summer other than some summer learning, which was not as scripted. So sometimes things will take longer than you expect, and that's all right too. As you're starting slowly, recognize that everyone needs time to adjust. Even if this is not your first year homeschooling, you've been in a different routine for the summer. You've been Even if, whether you've been learning something or been doing more masterly inactivity learning like we did, your summer looked different. And so you need to allow everybody in your family time to adjust to the new school routine. So the first tip was to start slowly. The second tip, which I have to remind myself every single year, you probably have too much planned. I try to keep this in mind as I'm planning And I will start with, this is what I'd love for us to do next year. And then I cut it out and I cut out some more. And then I go back right before school starts and I cut out a little bit more and then school starts and I realize I still have too much scheduled. I need to adjust my expectations. I need to keep in mind, what is my goal for our school year? What is my goal for my children? What do I really want them to take away from this? Am I just checking boxes and trying to fit more in? Or is what I have planned accomplishing our goals and objectives? This takes time to figure out. And it's okay if you need to make changes to your schedule, to your curricula, or to your expectations, whether you need to raise or lower them. It's okay to make those changes throughout the school year. You may even get to February and realize this is too much. We're not enjoying this. We're not really learning because we're just trying to get through so much. We're trying to race through. Know that you have the authority to make those changes. You know what's best for your family, what's best for your children. And that leads me into tip number three. You are your child's best teacher. This is something I know all of us struggle with. You know your child. You know what he needs. You know how to adjust his learning so that it best meets his needs. And then you get on social media. And then you talk to a friend at PE. And then you talk to someone else at co-op. And you think, oh my goodness, we should be doing that. We need to add this in. We're not doing the same thing they are. It's okay to not be the same. 
That's one of the beauties of homeschooling. You can meet your child where he is so that you can help him continue to grow, continue to learn how to learn, not just to learn facts and figures, but to learn how to learn so he is equipped for life. So moms out there, I want you to sit back and listen for a minute. Let this soak in. You are your child's best teacher. On the days you don't feel worthy, on the days you feel like you're failing your child, pray that God will bring you a reinforcing message. Pray that he will show you how you are, you are your child's best teacher. I know that you are. Deep down, I think you know that you are. And God definitely does. He gave those children to you for a reason. He didn't give them to me. He didn't give my children to you. You are uniquely equipped to parent your child. And when you encounter circumstances that you don't feel equipped, that is your opportunity to lean on him, lean on God, and allow him to provide what you need for this time. Allow him to show you what to do. And finally, my fourth tip, we need this. We need to show this to all of our friends. Give yourself grace. This is hard work. Parenting is hard work. Homeschooling is hard work. Recognize that your homeschool is not the same as anyone else's. Recognize, too, that that's what makes it so great. My children would not flourish and thrive in the same way if they were in somebody else's homeschool. I'm sure they would do great, and I'm sure they would make great progress. But God gave my children to me, and I have the opportunity to invest in them and to get to know them, to learn who they are, to learn how they learn best, and to help them in that journey. But there are days I won't do as well. There are days I won't be patient. There are days that my selfishness will rear its ugly head. And instead of trying to help them come to a realization on their own, I blurt out, that's not going to work. You need to do it this way. Well, I have another opportunity. Tomorrow is a new day. But I have to give myself grace. I have to stop and rewind and recognize I will make mistakes and that my children will forgive me. I've been totally amazed the times that I've gone to my children and said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Will you forgive me? And they just look at me incredulously as if to say, well, of course, mom, I didn't even think anything of it. I do think it's important that we take those times to ask for forgiveness when we recognize that we've wronged our children and we've hurt them, but make sure you forgive yourself too. So let me do a quick recap here. As you get ready to start out the school year, or maybe you're listening to this podcast in the middle of the year, and you need these reminders then too. These reminders are great all year long. I will often go back to them multiple times whenever it just doesn't feel like our homeschool year is clicking along. And I'm trying to figure out what we need to change and, and what's causing the problem. And I'll ask myself or remind myself of these four things. Number one, start slowly. If you start off too strong, you're going to burn out. 
Number two, you probably have too much planned. It's okay to change as you need to. Number three, you are your child's best teacher. And number four, give yourself grace. So I want to be your biggest cheerleader as you're getting started for this school year. Imagine being lined up at the start line of that marathon. Imagine the crowds cheering because you are getting ready to do something amazing. Imagine yourself running the course, running through the different aid stations, being refreshed throughout the year by going to a co-op or to PE and talking to friends or going to a support group. Imagine yourself when you crest that hill that was so hard to make it to the top of. It was a hard journey this year and you finally made it up there and you're in the home stretch. You can see the finish line and you are ready to run strong. You're ready to pick up the pace and really show up for the race. You can do this, mom. You can finish strong. You can set an incredible example for your children and you can do this. So I hope that you have a great year as you get started homeschooling. If you'd like to see the show notes, I'll link to some posts that will help you as you keep these four tips in mind. You can go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash AHD009. And if you have times that you just feel like you are overwhelmed with what's going on in your homeschool and you need some help figuring out what to do, I encourage you to check out my PDF, Back to the Basics. It will help you walk through how to identify what really needs to get done and what you can let go of so that you can get control of your homeschool. You can bring order back to the chaos and you can move from overwhelmed and frazzled to calm and confident. And you can start making changes in your homeschool that will help you have successful days. You can find that lead magnet either at the show notes of this episode or at triumphantlearning.com forward slash basics. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Do you have a question you'd like to hear answered on the podcast? Or would you like to be a guest on the podcast and share advice with the listeners? Maybe some advice that you wish you had heard when you first started homeschooling. Hop on over to triumphantlearning.com forward slash podcast and submit your request to be on the show or submit your question. I hope you have a triumphant day.